Hello, you're listening to the Last Recording Podcast with Ian and Jem. Yes, this week we talk about WOMAD, uh, also the summer of sports so far, uh, what we got up to last weekend, and what's coming up this weekend. Right, we're going to kick the show off with Mighty Magic Animal, and this track is called Run. Welcome to the Glass and Recording Podcast with Ian and Jem. How are you doing, Jem? Yeah, great. Thank you. And hope everyone is well and enjoying this strange weather. At least the plants are happy. Yeah. You know, they feel they've been to the pub and they're not just getting a few pints in. They're just, they're on a binge drink at the moment, the, the plants. Yeah, I know, I know. They're doing I'm really looking well. at it. Be- I, t- I know. I go on about it. I know. I go on about that. We always do the weather every every week, don't we? Yeah. And the reason is, I'm looking outside as we are talking, and our plants seem very happy. They look as if they've been. They're like they're, they're like. Um, what's it called when you pre-drink? What's it called when you before you go out? Hey? Um, oh, you pre. 
But no, no, you pre you pre drink stuff. I forgot what it's called now. Oh. This, this is what the young people do. You don't go to the okay. pub. You pre drink and then you go straight for it. That's what the plants are doing anyway. Oh, uh, okay, really. okay. Yeah, I'll tell you, you what. Bring we're, it back to nor- Shall we resume normality? We're, 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 really, we're lucky. El Nino is here because we're thinking, oh, you know, it hacked off with all this rain. But if it was a couple of hundred mil- miles higher, we'd be absolutely in deep trouble. Like other places around europe really so they are yeah i'll tell you all about it next week maybe when we yeah. go into the, the heat the heat zone but hey it's good to be here it's good to see everybody hope you're all okay and i hope you're feeling as happy as the plants are yeah yeah well you're going up in the mountains next week so it shouldn't be too oh, bad I don't know. hot air rises and i'm full of it what do you mean hot air rises <laughs> it does I stood on top of the tour when it's like hot down the bottom, and like that's not a mountain. You go to the top, like winds blowing you. <laughs> like you, you, you need about five layers on. You think, what's going on here? It's it's a known fact that heat rises, doesn't it? I so know, if you're in your house, it's going up. Now the thing is with the tour, I reckon that the tour itself, the building, the church takes all. It absorbs all the heat. That's why you're cold. You go inside. What's it called? St. Michael's. What's the top of the chapel called? Forgotten its name. It's not very good for geography and not very good history for Glastonbury Recording Podcast, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are talking about the... What's the name of the church on top of the tour? It's St. Michael's, isn't it? Oh, God, I don't know. I know. Okay, we will be corrected. It's the mump, isn't it? I don't know. We're just... I, whenever I see it, I want I to think remember. of the Norwegian explorer called Heyerdahl, and his name was Tor Heyerdahl. So whenever I see Glastonbury Tor, I have in my head going Heyerdahl. 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 Oh. Anyway, right. yeah. Well, How are you? Anyway, well, yeah, yeah, should we start I'm, this I'm whole good. thing again? Because we've really got off to a kind of a... a random kind, start. Very random. Yeah. I went to the athletics uh, at the weekend, which You did. Yeah. Brilliant. Showed that picture of my son because he lives around the corner from there. Oh, does he? Who did you see? Who's the up and rising stars of the future that you think you might have seen? Rising stars? Oh, we saw some sort of real, yeah, um, like um, Bowles, she broke the, well, all comers record on 400 hurdles. That was really good. Really excited about that. Um, We saw like brilliant series of um, uh, shot put. Well, the American threw over, oh, what did he throw? Over 23 metres. That was all comers' record. Noah Lyles in the 200 metres. He ran under 19 and a half seconds. So fastest time ever run in the country. So there's lots of brilliant stuff. Lots of people breaking the area records, you know, like for Africa or European records getting broken and um you know, really good event. It was a brilliant meeting. It just went by so quick. It, it couldn't believe so I'm, it. I'm a little confused. Did you go up just for the day? Yeah, it was just so the day. you took the train so, up and then you saw the athletes and came back afterwards. Yeah, it was, um, it was yeah, it was really good because you don't need to, on, on an afternoon event like that, yeah. you don't need to stay overnight. And it was so good on the train. Yeah. We went. I mean, I expect your son Joe will say how good that new um, uh, Queen Elizabeth line is. Yes, yeah, absolutely. We were, talk- we were talking just about that a few moments yeah. ago as he was... Uh, what's the opposite of a lighting? A, a, a putting out the lighting when you get back on a train. Yeah. When you get off a train, it's called a lighting. It's only ever used when you get off a train. 
So when you get on the train, what are you doing? Putting out the lighting. Oh, you're lighting. <laughs> He's lighting. Yes, that is true. So he was lighting on the train, but not actually <laughs> lighting everyone. He was getting on the train at Cars Kerry. Yeah. It's a really good, yeah, I like that train. But, but getting out, of, yeah, getting out to Stratford, I mean, we, you, you get into London Paddington. It's quite, no, the trains are quite nice now, the, the new intercity ones. Um, you know, beforehand, they used to have, uh, they used to put like tickets in for your reserved seat numbers. Mm. They've got a little digital readout there now in the train. So it, it changes instantly. As soon as someone gets out of the seat, you know, it goes to, it, it stays on red if it's reserved and it stays, it goes to green if someone's gone out of their seat. Um, so, so that's going to worry me. This is let, Let's just deal with this moment here. So I'm sitting in my seat, right, okay? Yeah. And I'm on my way to London to a gig or whatever it is yeah. I'm choosing to do, and I need the loo. Now, as soon as I get out my seat, I'm going to lose my oh, seat. Oh, no, so no. I've got to somehow put something on my seat to weigh it down so I don't get out of my seat and lose no, my seat. No, 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 not like that. I mean, once your seat reservation ends, so say you're oh, going to Kerry to Reading, once your seat reservation ends in Reading, that, seat then turns to green so it's nothing to do with the weight of the dairy no 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 yeah because you'd have you'd have to take sort of like 30 kilos weight with you wouldn't you when you sat in the chair (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't look we've got to bring it back so you went to do the what were you what were you watching were you watching the olympics or something you were watching the athletics yeah Yeah, but what kind of athletics diamond league what so does the diamond leave me? Look, like let's, all, let's start this again. Look, right, nobody the, knows what you're seeing. So uh, I'm just trying to paint the picture of well, the, what the event was and how we could maybe see it another time. Well, the Di- diamond League yeah. is a series of athletics events. They've done it for quite a long, long time. They have all over the world. And, um, and all the stars of track and field tend to go to, you know, the, the various events at each meeting. So I have one in Paris, one in, you know, Berlin, uh, Oregon in the USA. So they, they do it all over and all the stars come and do it through the, through the sum, summer months, uh, apart from when they have like the World Athletics Champions. So, so it's all around that. So a lot of good runners come to that, to the UK. And the, uh, you know, brilliant to the um, UK public. I mean, we sold out the event, uh, the London Stadium, and like, you know, it's the biggest. It was the biggest Diamond League or athletics event in the world. You know, attendance wise, um, this year just be- because the UK public support athletics really well. It's a great stadium for watching athletics. Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, and also a brilliant track. There's a lot of fast times on it, and um, you know the athletes are all excited because you know there's a big crowd there, and they're all getting behind them, so that pushes them to to get a good time as well. Uh, so yeah, the Diamond League's really good, and and they cover it on the BBC as well. Mm. Um, but uh, and talking about speed as well, that new Queen Elizabeth line from London Paddington to Stratford, we were we were there in from. We were there in 17 minutes to Stratford. It's unbelievable. It really fast. All air conditioned. Must be about 300 meters long. The train. It's it was a really long train. You could when it was at the straight bit, 
we were down one end. You could look all the way up through the train from one end to the other. It was bizarre. But, yeah, it was great. Look, you go and make yourself a cup of tea. I need to talk to the audience a little yeah. bit. So just uh, you go and make it. Uh, right, Ian's got okay. off a cup of tea now at the moment on the Glastonbury Calling podcast. Don't you just love it that Ian, you know, he's like a he's like an enthusiastic little kid. He's gone on his train and he's called his train Thomas. And now all of a sudden he can see right way through the end. Don't you just love it? It's amazing. He always come back now. Anyway, so we've been talking about the weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, did you get up to anything? Well, you, you've already kind of, look, also, everyone, listen, I, I can't remember what I did last week. Yes, you did. You told me off air. You've got to admit to it. What did I do? I'm going to go and watch it. You watched Barbie. I didn't. No, oh, no, I no, no. I said I was going to tell you about it. So, oh. so I feel like a moment coming on here. Previously on Glastonbury Calling Podcast, Ian and Jem <laughs> talking about what the film they were going to see Oppenheimer. Jem thought it was a piano. Ian saw the real film and it was Armageddon. But I thought I have already seen Armageddon. Jem then thinks about Barbie. Well, what's he going to see, Barbie or Oppenheimer? Here's the outcome, everyone. Brace yourselves. So we were at, see, I listen to everything Ian does. We yeah, were yeah. at, about this time yesterday, Taunton Odeon. It doesn't yeah. get any better than this. Ready to see <laughs> Oppenheimer. Oh, we were there. We queued up. We were there. We were already getting all excited. We'd just come back from a, a trip to uh, Exmoor and we were having a real good time. There were three of us. We got ready there and we had a bit of snack to eat. And then I had this voucher code. You tell me about that. Got to the inside of the Odeon and said, Oh, excuse me, Mr. Man. Three tickets, please, for Bob, 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 Oppenheimer. Sorry, mate. We've only got one ticket left. Oh, God. So we didn't actually see it in the end. <laughs> so Did you watch That's the closest else? I've come to it. No. It was either that or Barbie, but my son's already seen Barbie, and he saw oh. it on Sundays. So, yeah, damp squib. Uh, sorry, everybody. So that's basically that's the closest I've been to a cinema in absolutely ages. But I've got an unused voucher. That means I'm going to have to use it within the next year. So I'm going to save yeah, it for yeah. a movie and do a movie review on Glastonbury Calling. Anyway, but I was in the theatre, just didn't see anything. Yeah, it wouldn't be that interesting, the movie on the bloke who invented Sudoku. No, it wouldn't be. Or but Minecraft might be. <laughs> okay. Every, every, Minecraft, everyone would do yeah, that, that wouldn't would they? Yeah, yeah. Or Super Mario Kart. Now we're talking. Yeah, now we're talking. I think there is one coming out about the guy who invented Minecraft, actually. <laughs> see, we're on it, you see. <laughs> we're on it. Okay. No, no, I didn't quite make the cinema, but I was inside the cinema yesterday and the person felt very sorry for me when there's only one last ticket. But it showed you that this is the good thing about Glastonbury Calling Podcast. Ian has a chat with us all. I take on board everything he's saying. Didn't make it to the athletics, made it to the cinema. But yeah, that was it, really. Okay. Right, we'll better play some music now. Um, we're going to play... This is a, a band called Evil Owl, who are from Wales, and I've only just started found out about them just as they're breaking up. So oh, really, no. Uh, but I think they might be coming back. Uh, one, one of them's going away for a, a year or so, and they might be coming back in a year or so. But uh, this track is called Armageddon, Out of There.
Okay, that's uh, Amor Fetti by Sangar. Um, yep. Yeah, so, uh, are you going to OMAD? Did you manage to get yourself in? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, we are heading off uh, as you're hearing this. We will be hopefully there. The rain isn't wonderful. Hey, Wellington boots found. Uh, so, yep, going to WOMAD. I'm really looking forward to it. Some a real mix of uh so thursday evening when you're everyone's listening to this now we will be seeing jungle brothers now that is cool looking forward to seeing jungle brothers immensely um the thing i love about womad is a complete cross-section away not just from world music but music from all over the world and the uk so there's quite a few london groups there's a few groups uh mesodorm that has a bit of bristol influence and london influence playing uh, some Irish music, you know, there's a lot of hip hop happening, Brazilian hip hop. Um, yeah, so very excited by that. And also they do author talks and taste the world where the bands join a, a kitchen and yeah. they have like kitchen hands and the chefs that are there. Uh, and then they talk about local food from countries around the world. So this year I, I know that there's some food from Italy. So that's going to be quite exciting from a band, London band called Amaretta. And uh, so as they're doing, they're talking a bit about the music and what they play, and then they play Unplugged, yeah. a small crowd, maybe less than 100 people. And then they, eventually the food is all cooked with all the cook, cooking hands. It's like watching a cooking programme, but live, and they're musicians. And midway through, they'll say it's time for a song, so the band come off the, the cooking area and go onto a little mini stage and start playing like an acoustic versions of their songs that they play with a big band on stage. So I'm really looking forward to that. And... And then there's a big poetry stage and then there's a spoken word stage. The Ecotricities yeah. uh, guy is there. They have a lots of uh, talks as well. So, yeah, really looking forward to it, actually. I'm really excited. Yeah, well, when well, I, I was looking at the schedule there and there's all sorts of things on besides the music, you yeah. know, like yeah, yoga yeah. and yes. just, you know, lots of activities and things like that. I, I, I got a confession because, you know, I, I like to share confessions. I, I nicked an idea from WOMAD yeah. a few years back when I worked in the library service. A bunch of year seven kids were coming in to visit a library. And it's quite an important thing. You know, it's a great way to learn how to not necessarily behave in a library, but how to respect others that are there because you don't need to be quiet in libraries anymore. Anyway, so I took I took this this about 50 kids to a year year seven to our health and well-being area in Yeovil Library. And uh, they were all sitting down and, and I sort of said, you know, this is an area for health and well-being where you can read books and whatever. And you can even do yoga. And then it just reminded me that when I was at um, WOMAD the previous year, they have like laughing yoga. So I just said it oh, by mistake. Yeah. It just came out. Would you like to do some laughing yoga? So basically you put your arm up in the air, you put your arms down. And then as you're doing, you kind of expel your air in a laughter. And everyone felt great afterwards. Um, so that is exactly what, I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be joining a laughing yoga session, and uh, yeah, I've done that yeah. once before. Have you? Did you enjoy it? Oh yeah, it's it's, it's good fun, isn't it? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, and also, of course, the great thing about it is you've got all this brilliant food from all over the world um, happening. So yeah, really excited by WOMAD. It, it feels like a, a mini home to me. So very excited. Yeah. Well, what's your memories? Because you 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 are sort of I don't know. You you go it's your staple diet of meat this is your <laughs> it's my festival. muesli everyone not my weetabix it's my muesli this is, this is your <laughs> this is your festival isn't it this is the one that yeah. you've been going to for a long long time so uh, and 
you know, even from when it's changed venues. So what really excites you about WOMAD above all other festivals? Uh, if the world could be made into a WOMAD, it would be a, so much a better place. Everyone talks to you. Everyone's really referring. A bit like Glastonbury, you know, that Glastonbury's yeah. got the same vibe. But the reason I like WOMAD, it's very diverse. So you've got a whole mixture of the whole world coming in and congregating in this lovely park area um, with nationalities from all over the world, including the UK. And you're you're everyone is interested in each other. And 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 like Glastonbury, you bump into friends as well. But for me, it is uh a lot of people when Glastonbury comes out each year look at the headliners, you know, and you whenever you've been interested in Glastonbury Festival when you've been or when you're talking about it, you're looking for your local groups that manage yeah, to get yeah, a place yeah. at the festival. And we celebrate that, don't we? So for me, that's the same at WOMAD. It's looking at music maybe you haven't heard of before and you want to just try something out and get a pleasant surprise. You know, So, for example, at Glastonbury Festival this year, there's a band from West Africa called Star Feminina Band from West Africa, all-women group, and they were just joyous. They just loved <laughs> the audience. The, there were these polyrhythms going on, and they just engaged the audience in a way that just seemed very innocent, sincere, and for them, it was this experience that nothing can actually beat this experience. And they're playing at WOMAD again. So I'm going to see them for a second time in a matter of weeks. Um, so it's the discovery of music, which is what Glastonbury Calling is all about, of music that you may not have come across before, but it's just as good as anything else that you might see at these super stadiums. That's the joy for me. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. I'm just looking down the line. Snapped Ankles are playing. They're quite yeah. nice. Do you like they're them? Re really good band. They all dress as trees as well. Have you ever seen them? <laughs> No, tell me about them. <laughs> oh, they're bizarre. They're like a psychedelic, well, psychedelic-y type band, but nearest band you could probably compare them to would be something like the Super Furry Animals. Oh, excellent. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I think that's what's great. They've got like a, a metal band from Tenerife playing, so it's not seen as the obvious kind of Salif Keitar. I mean, the exciting yeah. thing for me is uh, Felicuti's son, Femi, is going to be there, uh, and so you're going to going to see like you know authentic, real Afrobeat. So that's really, yeah, really yeah. exciting. But then there's a band which I have recently picked up on called The Olum. Uh, they are an Irish American group, and they mix kind of Irish music with kind of slightly soft, not rock, but kind of dream pop uh, in a way that they, or slightly psychedelic. It's very melodic, but with lots of Irish um, feel to it as well. The band have got three L's in their name. So every song on their album, which has got like Wellington, rather than with two L's, they'll add three. So yeah. there's there's a real nice character to the band. So I'm looking forward to seeing them as as well. And a band you wouldn't normally expect to see at somewhere like Womad. And of course, Soul to Soul. I'm very excited to, to see them as well. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of good stuff. I like that. There's a band called Ukulele Death. Does that mean the death of ukulele, or they they bash you to death with uh, ukulele? I'm I'm, I'm I'm hoping it probably is. More oh no, like ukulele kind of death, death metal. No, death even me better. It's ukulele death squad. I missed. I missed the squad. <laughs> it went on to another line. Yeah, I can imagine Max might be into that. <laughs> yeah, I imagine him doing thrash thrash metal on ukuleles. That, be, that, yeah. that sounds impressive. Yeah, it's the discovery of music, and I think that's we were talking about this, isn't it? When you when you you know you go maybe to the O2 in London or to some of these sort of you know Ashton Gate or wherever, it's so much nicer going to a like slightly small stage and just it will give them a try and just being just in enjoying complete thrill of seeing a band that you may not have seen 
before and uh so for me that that it could be any festival you know i i know you know you used to go to farm fest quite a lot um, yeah, yeah when they were going and that was another discovery festival as well um yeah so that's it so it's coming up this weekend let you know how we get on there's always going to be some surprise i guess so we'll, we'll see yeah looking at the names i'd have to go and see i can't i'm going to struggle to say this but i just have to see this band because of the name i think they're called hip Higher Pulpopotamus. Like <laughs> you just have to go and see them. Yeah. I, I, the other thing is that they, do, they do lots of workshops, so you can actually yeah. practice and play on some of the instruments. Uh, last year, I was going to try and play a Corey, this 22-string made from a calabash from West Africa that plays like and sounds like a harp. Uh and I tried to do it, then had to cancel, bail out of it because I had I, I was meeting a, one of the groups out there. But I'm going to do it this year. I want to have a, a, a core lesson. So, yeah, very excited. So that's the thing. You can actually try and, and have a go. And there's uh, and they have workshops, dance workshops, and you can play with some of the musicians as well. I'll tell you who is going to be there as well, which is lovely for, um, yeah. uh, I think, for women. It's Rory McLeod, the troubadour, yeah. who often yeah. plays in Glastonbury and loves Glastonbury. Uh, so I'm looking forward to catching up with him. He's he is a really interesting troubadour. He's down at Bunny's Meadow, isn't he? Soon? He is. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is the first week of August. Yeah, that'll yeah. come in the August. Uh, that'll come on the August preview next week while you're away. I think. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. One one more question. Um, is seeing as Peter Gabriel is the godfather of this festival. Does, I mean, obviously, he's not playing this year, but is he always there anyway? It's a good question. He was there last year because it, yeah. it was the uh, postponed 40th anniversary. And in the spoken word area, there was a talk which I went to about 40 years of WOMAD. And so there's a guy called Chris, somebody, a bit like Glastonbury Festival. Yeah. There was a team of people that helped support the Everses and in this case, Peter Gabriel to get the festival. So there's always a team that's going on there and uh, surviving some of the difficult times as well. And uh, they had a kind of like an author talk without the book, uh, talking about the history of WOMAD. And Peter Gabriel was at that. So you, you imagine being in your your back garden. Yeah. You won't give the address out or anything, and being right at the back of the garden. That's how close I was to Peter Gabriel. I've just never been that close to him. Oh, so man. to be able to sit in a very small tent where they were talking about the story of WOMAD and how it put together and some of their memories was absolutely fascinating. So he was definitely there last year, and I know that he also goes backstage and he's seeing some yeah, of the groups yeah, from yeah. behind. The interesting thing that you met, mentioned is that Peter Gabriel has just completed a, a tour um, with a new record, I think, that's due out. So I was surprised that maybe he didn't put his own group because he's got an amazing group like Bowie. Peter Gabriel's always had some amazing musicians playing. I'm surprised he's never really put himself on. He's a, he, he's a fan of all this. So maybe just like Absolutely. wandering around, you know, he's not, not just a musician. He's a big music fan. And this is like his bag so maybe just enjoys being part of it and going around and checking all the acts just like you do really uh absolutely and also you know he has in his home uh a recording studio where a lot of west real country world, acts yeah. record their real world and he has a record label and they put out you know there's a a, a west country 
musician called Sheila Chandra. Do you remember the Monsoon, the track Ever So Lonely? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was put out on Real World Records and they're re-releasing it. Now, she lives in the Wells and Glastonbury and Street area and is recently putting out some re-recordings of it. Um, and Real World have been putting out a lot of information about, you know, her music uh, and all the wonderful productions that she made in the sort of uh, late 80s, early 90s. So you're absolutely right. A lot of these musicians are just music fans. Elton John, for example, yeah, is a yeah, big, yeah. big, big supporter. Yeah, no. Right. OK, it's good. let's play some more music. Uh, this is a, a, a rock sort of song by a band called Adromonus. It's uh, just come out and it's called Voids. Before my eyes 
that's uh, come out um have you, have you have you been watching much of the sport this summer we've had a good summer of sport on the tv uh i was following the ashes but yeah. didn't it was i didn't have a chance to watch the highlights uh but really enjoyed that very disappointed about the rain last weekend because it's yeah it was really excited and i am watching bits of the women's world cup which i'm enjoying as well there's been some really interesting things that's about it at the moment i've not been watching yeah i don't subscribe to any 
streaming services that's the issue if it was on no no a lot if, if a lot of this was on terrestrial tv i'd be watching a lot more yeah a lot of the highlights and that have been on tv anyway with the golf and the cricket and the mm. football and the world cup they're showing a lot of the games live as well and world, world cup looks really good um yeah it's all the england haiti game uh been enjoying watching france uh yeah. it was great watching spain the other day so yeah definitely into that I think I probably need to be dragged into your house to watch golf. I used to kind of enjoy it. Yeah. But I've just fell out of love with it and I don't know why. And I can't, I haven't got a, re, a, a genuine answer as to why I'm not as interested as I was when a long time ago. I don't know. I know that you, you, you love your golf, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What do yeah. you, what, what's your sports highlight so far for the summer? Oh, the sports highlight. Well, the sports highlight for me was going to an athletics meeting. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that was that was brilliant. I mean, the the, the cricket's been really good. It's been even when the games that England lost, it's been really exciting. Yeah, you I know, agree. they've all been ex- they've all gone to the wire. So, who is Baz? Good. They're talking about Baz Ball, that excitement of playing to win. Who is Baz? I don't know. Who Baz is. I don't know. <laughs> They're all talking about baseball, and I yeah. and I and I go through. Oh, I'm not too sure about that. We could have easily, you know, uh, just hung in a bit longer and played a bit more boringly. But actually, it is really exciting when yeah. there's no fear in a sports team, and you are that they're either going to win brilliantly or lose brilliantly, and uh, and it, it's it's quite refreshing, isn't it? I I've been yeah, enjoying yeah. baseball, but I if need he, to know who Baz is. Well, if England, yeah, I know. If England didn't play that sort of cricket. Couple, of, you know, a couple of them test matches wouldn't have got an end. They would have mm. probably gone to draws. Yeah. So, and people, you know, you you want to see a result in sport at the end of the day. So the fact that England attacked and and got, you know, they they they, you know, they they made a game of it, mm. even though they lost. You know, it was uh, it was a shame, but you know, it's good. It's good. To, it's good to have exciting sport. You know, even, uh, I mean, I can, you know, five-day cricket match, you would, a lot of people wouldn't say that was exciting, but, uh, and most of the time it isn't exciting, but now it's exciting to watch. I, I think it's like the World Cup as well and the Olympics, a certain yeah. e- elements, a certain sports where there is the, the kind of the top of the pyramid. And so that in cricket is the ashes, that kind of rivalry between, England and Australia, and they, they, you know, they, they play hard, they drink hard, yeah. uh, they curse hard, uh, and there's always an edge to it, and there needs to be that edge to make it exciting. So if it's a complete slaughter where in England were in Australia and lost five nil, it takes away that that competitive competitiveness where each team thinks they've got a chance. So you're not on your seat, and that's what baseball makes it very exciting. It doesn't actually really matter really because it's been really, yeah. really enjoyable. So no, I think it's been a really good summer. And I think there's more to come. Yeah, I think there's more to come. It's, and and yeah, it's, it's, World Cup's just going. I mean, earlier on, I was listening to the um, Ireland and uh, Canada match, mm. and Ireland gave them a really good game. That's quite mm. exciting on the radio. So I've been trying to listen, but a lot of the games you can't get on the radio uh, on on or which which is quite odd. What's even funnier with the BBC was like I listened to the England game the other day. And while I was out working, and they had an Australian and 
and an American commentator. And I listened to the Ireland-Canada game and had two English commentators. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you on? What are you on? It's probably who's available, isn't it, really? Especially probably who's available. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but but um, I think that's the internationalism. I think it's really, really good that there's a mix of commentators. And uh, Oh, no, I want the England games. It, it, I, want, I want the commentators to be totally biased towards England. Oh, really? No, I don't really. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind that. I like... I like I like seeing a mix of commentators, and actually, it would be wouldn't it be good if you could actually bring in some kids from school from anywhere in the world and yeah. do some commentating as well, give, give giving them a little bit because it would be refreshing. There wouldn't be this professional kind of got to say the right words. They'll just see it as they they'll say it as they see it. Yeah, it would be yeah. quite fun. So I yeah. think there should be some guest guest uh, presenters. You could be on there. But you wouldn't be able to say anything because everything, every other word will be a swear word is when when a goal is missed or a penalty is missed or whatever it is you're watching. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm 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 quite level headed when I'm watching sport. I mean, I've watched sport. I watch I get games with people where like, oh, the world's going to end. This is terrible and all that. And I'm going, well, it's not that. It's all right. They're yeah. doing all right. It's nil nil, and yes. like. You know, when you when you go and watch Swindon, you used to a friend of mine. He quite often he'd be off out the ground at half time down the pub because they're about two nil down at or three nil down at half time, and then you miss a comeback or something like that. So I think um, I think you've got to be in it. I must admit, if the result doesn't go quite the way I, I would have liked it to, I go really silent at the end of whatever match or it is I'm watching, and I yeah. find it really hard to be sociable for about twenty minutes, half an hour. Uh, so I need to sort of um, deal with it. Really, I'm a bit pathetic that way. Right, what have we got next? Have, let's have some music. Shall right, we? let's have some music. Let's have some laid black, and this track is "It's Pity."
is wrong And there's no way on this planet that my girl would understand So beware, cause you know it's not fear By the side of my wife, I will always be there running red Confusing thoughts inside my head If I don't sort it out, things are gonna get dressed So take time, everything will turn out fine Girl, you gotta get yours, cause you know I got mine
Isn't it funny how we end up? And never knowing what we really want. It's really good for us. I Okay, um, that's Lee Ran and the man who loves his island. That's the latest track by uh, Lee. It's good to see him back. Yeah, very much so. I just wanted to sort of shout out to Lee. Uh, I've always uh, enjoyed following his music. Yeah, uh, I love his voice. There's something different about his songs and the constructs of his, his songs. And uh, yeah, he's been missed. So it's really pleased, pleasing to hear he's got a new track. Welcome back. And I hope we yeah. get an well, album out soon. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, so on this weekend, the bit of the big one in Glastonbury is the extravaganza. Uh, that's on on Saturday. Uh, Texas are playing with the lightning seeds. So... Um, you know, there'll be like a few chants of it's coming home now. I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, so, yeah, I think take your brollies down the Abbey. Uh, yes, it's looking so, that way, isn't but, it? But, yeah, it's normally a good event down there. People take their picnics um, uh, on at the King Arthur on Thursday, September Sun, or on their residence one. Um, Dragon's Flight are playing the King Arthur on Friday. Sale have their final show, the rock band at the Cobblestones, also on Friday. Um, going a bit worldy at the King Arthur on the Saturday, Labonicus, uh, soul, uh, art, rhythm and blues uh, musician, and Somerset Live Lounge is on at the Greyhound. And then on Sunday, uh, Ian Perry is playing at the King Arthur. Uh, so yeah, th those are your events on this weekend, but you'll be um, sunning it up in sunny Wiltshire. Well, I'm not sure about the sun, but I guess whatever will be, will be. Uh, and uh, yeah, wherever you are, whatever music you're doing, just celebrating live music is, as we talk about frequently on this podcast is what it's all about. So enjoy 
whatever it is you, you you know you're looking forward to i'm actually eyeing up the railway session the last railway session in august so um, i'm hoping to try and go to that who's on that one so that is i know it's flying yeti fly do it do sarah griffith yeah so that's the one that um i'm eyeing up i have never been to a railway in session and i and i always look out for them and i'm always busy yeah and i feel really guilty so that that's my end of podcast conversation i need to get there i'm eyeing that one up, oh we've so. got, yeah there's not one this week but, um, I would have gone thought of going down, but yeah, we'll probably go the following sun- Sunday anyway. So, uh, you know, there's a good running, and then the last one is, I think, the first. It, it's the September. It's the third of September. Yeah, the Sunday. Yeah, the first Sunday. The oh, that's going to be a busy old weekend. Rock Against Cancer's on the um, yes on Saturday. I can't I'm remember something on on Friday as well. I can't remember what. Yeah. Oh, the Friday is Pilton Party or Dr. Mika at the King Arthur. So if they, the Pilton Party is someone that I don't want to watch, I'm getting me ticket for Dr. Mika the same day that they announced the Pilton Party headliner. Ah, watch this space. When does it get announced? I don't know. It normally gets announced. Uh, they've been having the um, Pilton stage heat something uh up at the working men's club um and um yeah they've been they've been running those and i'm not sure when the final is so whenever the final of that is and it's normally early august but i'm possibly then i don't know if the final's gonna be next saturday I'm wondering if it is, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. They've had three or four heats so far. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see who's going to play there. And then, yeah, it's always worth going up to the final because then you can keep your ear out and then find out who's someone always lets it out of the bag. Oh yeah. So-and-so's playing mm-hmm. you go up to the Pilton working men's club. So, well, it's bound to be a group that everyone's heard of, isn't it? It usually is. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it will be. It will be. And it's a good opportunity for... Um, and, and they've been having sort of sort of double headliners of late, really. So a couple of good acts. So mm. uh, They had Elbow last time, didn't they? So, That's right, yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, they always good live. Right, we must go back to we our must homes. Go. And we must celebrate whatever it is. Well, let's go back and finish as we started. Coming up soon on Glastonbury Calling, the plants have taken over the world. The plants. Anyway, you're off on a holiday next week. so Yeah, I'll be away. So we'll we'll let normal transmission resume next week. And uh, I may or, may or may not be out of a Glastonbury Calling podcast job in three weeks' time when... I wish you well. Have a great, great time, everybody. And if you're going to the extravaganza, have a good one. Yeah, have a good one. Right, we're finishing up with a bit of sale, praise and hatred, seeing as they're playing their final gig this weekend. Thanks, everyone. Have a good weekend. Bye. (laughs) 